Well, that was a uh, disappointing comeback to the Pork Belly podcast. <laughs> Holy shit! In true there's form, there's no, nothing. Yeah, there's that's really right up our brand. We right recorded there. for 47 minutes mm-hmm. before I realized that I hadn't patched Max's microphone into the recorder. <laughs> <laughs> so I may well put it out, but it will just be me talking. And occasionally hearing someone bellow in the background. Yeah, luckily I got a nice loud voice, but yeah. in a, you know, an SM50, what is this? Uh, SM57s, I think. SM57 pointed away from me? Nah, even my voice isn't that loud. Yeah. <laughs> oh my lord. So we did 47 minutes worth of chatter, catching up and everything. Well, the good news is, folks, a oh lot of it was god. just kind of popcorn chatter. We only got yeah. into the good stories... Mm, let's say you missed you missed one good story, which was me at Sean's Thanksgiving, and yeah, now you'll and never I don't get want, to hear no, it. The magic's gone. I, yeah, I can't redo really that. Gone. I'll restart my most recent story. Yeah, so well, so we're the, going the back short, to November. The short story of that okay, is that yeah. Max came to our house. He joined us for thanks, Thanksgiving. We yeah. took him in. Yep. Yeah, and then <laughs> uh, later in November, went on a date. And uh, this is also a little bit of an immersive review. So the the girl... I'll pretend to act shot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just catching them up, right? <laughs> so the girl uh, I've been seeing, she was like, oh, I've got, I think I saw this thing. I think you'd really like it. It'll be a surprise. Let's go. We, I get there. It's on Vine in Hollywood. And I get there and the door is this like engraved Alice in Wonderland metal sheet thing. And I'm like, this looks awesome. I get up the stairs and I quickly realize it's a giant pile of shit. <laughs> like almost immediately based on the costumes and just the absolute zero effort that's been put in here. It is a true scam. Because I we had like the Gold Star tickets. I don't know if it was Gold Star, but some equivalent discount ticket thing. Um, And Lordy Lord. That was even those were pretty pricey. They can justify a lot if they give you drinks. Right. And so I mean, I think the going price, I think the list price is something in the like sixty, seventy dollar range for I mean, look, I've felt pretty bad about some some shows I've done. I Brave the Dark Two is better than this show. Oh, really? <laughs> like if you can even call it a show. Wow. I mean, it's fucking bad to the core. Is it still going? It's like offensive. Oh yeah, it's going. <laughs> <laughs> it's still going. Oh, and that's the other thing about it too. He so so one of the when it ends, the actors were kind of mingling. I guess we must have been the last show of the night or something. But the actors were kind of mingling. It's mercifully short. I think it's only like fifty minutes. Mm. But the actors are kind of mingling, and they're like, "Oh, if anyone has any questions, they've dropped their character insofar as they were playing one, and they're like, if anyone has any questions, uh, you know." What like I'm I'm here to answer them, and we're like I hate it when they do that. We're like, are you the same? Because the 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 girl in question, she had a previous experience with what she thinks is the same company, who literally scammed her during COVID, where they were still selling tickets to a show that they weren't doing anymore, and not refunding people. Uh, so it's, it's one of those type of like fly by night. Like I'm sure they don't have a liquor license Mm. and, uh, like it's just one of those, but they've been in, they were, this guy was bragging a little bit. He was like, Oh yeah. You know, we're here until January. We've been here since, uh, you know, September or whatever. I'm like, I can't imagine this thing sustaining that long of a run, but here's the thing. They charge so much for tickets. All they need is a few suckers a night. 
fucking P.T. Barnum style. Suckers born every minute, and they're paying their fucking overhead because there is no overhead. And they only have three actors per show. What's the company, if you want to name and shame? Oh, God, I don't know. Oh, okay. Immersive Ventures or something like that. <laughs> fucking... I think it's Immersive, immersive Art Collective. Solutions. <laughs> no, no. Their show went very uh, very well, as far as I understand it. I only ever saw the uh, the preview of my wife's show, uh, Seasons Bleedings. Oh, guess who named that? Uh, yeah, this one here. The copywriter. Here. He was very proud of it. And it's like, you realize how much of a... Like, I remember my wife and I were going through Hulu or whatever, and there were like five different things <laughs> called Season Screamings, Season yeah. Something. But no Seasons, seasons Bleedings, bitch. No, no Seasons Bleedings. Yeah. So, yeah, original. But um, <laughs> my wife actually ended up having to step in. Did you As hear about that? As a character? That? Yeah. As the, the cousin? No, no, she had to step in as... Fucking Libby's, Libby's character? No, no. <laughs> oh. No, she had to step in for uh, Michaela. What? Yeah. Oh, because I gave her COVID. <clears throat> yeah, if, in case the other podcast doesn't come out. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah, I had COVID. Yeah, Max got the, got the Roni. And I fucking gave it to everybody. It seems like everyone we fucking know got it. Well, it, it actually, it was David who gave it to all of us. Really? I'm trying to take credit. He was patient zero? He was certainly, yeah. He was the Gate and Douglas of North Hollywood for sure. He was <laughs> fucking. <laughs> I, I know it's, you know, it's not an especially good thing to laugh about, but it is kind of funny how so many of the people who were very proud of having gotten their booster shots <laughs> all came down with like fully symptomatic COVID. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, yeah, at some point maybe you'll acknowledge that. Yeah. It's not a, not a solution. I'm um, certainly not getting a booster shot now. I got one. I got nature's you go, booster shot. You got nature's shot. booster, yeah. 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 Got it right up my fucking ass. <laughs> That's what I got. <laughs> but you were all right, more or less, right? Oh, yeah. It was like a day. Yeah. Day or two of symptoms. Yeah. Uh, very, very mild symptoms for like one day before and two days after. Yeah. Which, again... And then one day of heavy symptoms. Which, again, got lost in the recording, but Max was fixing to come here and record a podcast. Yeah, I tried to infest... And he, he I tried to infect going, Sean's whole family. Yeah, we'd, we'd, uh, we'd agreed for you, to, for you to come up here, and you texted saying... Oh, but just to let you know, I have a mild head cold. Yeah. It's nothing really, just some sniffles. And I, I went, well, fucking stay home. Yeah, go fuck away. off. Like, no, it's just a cold. And I was cold. like, you're a pussy. I was yeah. literally like cajoling him. And I full on believed it was a cold. I was, I was like, like yeah, come on, let me, fucking, wanna... let me come pet your cat and coo in your daughter's face. Yeah, <laughs> like... yeah but I was like, I don't want a fucking cold around yeah. Christmas time. So stay home. And also, I don't want you sniffling and fucking yeah. drooling all over the mate, you know. And, you know, you're unhygienic at the best of times. That's and, true. Yeah. <laughs> ah, that is, we lost so much to that recording. I know. I about ah, when you, there's some magic. When he had pink eye and he yeah. used to come to my apartment every day and rinse your, your fucking dish towels on my eyes. Pat your eyes dry with my dish towels. Those were the days, man. Yeah, but I never got it amazingly. Never, yeah. and so I haven't had COVID either. You ever just, had pink eye in your life, though? No, I don't think so. The worst. I must just be the one of those fucking worst. I had it for the better part of a month. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If, the doctors were. More. I saw three different doctors, and they were <laughs> they were literally telling me like, you. They were like, we don't know, but you better figure it out. You might have to cut your eyes out. No, they weren't like not even. They weren't saying they're going to cut them out, but they were like, yeah, you're getting to a point where like, you're gonna you're gonna lose some sight. 
Really? That bad? Yeah. They were oh. like, it should not have gone on this long. Yeah. And like, I don't know why the medicines you've been taking haven't been working. But like, they were like, do you, they, they actually warned me. They were like, if you start to feel a kind of grinding feeling in your <laughs> eyeballs when you blink, they were like, go to the ER. Right. Because like, we're going to need to put you on a fucking steroid shot or something if that happens. Because it's. Yeah. I remember you, it was ridiculous. They were They were concerned that I was going to go blind. I'm not kidding. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Yeah. <laughs> going blind from. No, it was. Uh, I could say this without stigma. I think. I think it turned out to be gonococcal. It was from a bum. No, Isn't wasn't that what from you said? A bum? What? Uh, a butt? No, An no, ass. not that either. It was from a unprotected sex, apparently, according to the doctor. With an ass. No. <laughs> I thought that's where with usually... a with a with a woman <laughs> with a they lady. They have arses. <laughs> you, you... No, the, women have arses too. That's true, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that's where it usually came from. It's like usually fecal bacteria gets in your eye, and that's what causes the infection. No, no, no. I mean, yes, that's how it's normal. There's a lot of different types of pink eye. Mm. There's this that that would be bacterial pink eye. Oh, there's also I, viral pink eye, which can come from a disease, which is not contagious. Oh, and there's gonococcal pink wait, wait, wait. eye. It's, sorry, viral would imply that it is contagious, wouldn't it? No, it's a symptom of another disease. So, like, you can be like a cold. Oh, so I've heard the if you are not careful with blowing your, if you have a cold and you either get oh maybe that's on a... your hands and rub it in your eyes. That well, can look, cause I'm it not to... a fucking uh, well either way epistemologist you, or whatever you, they call got disgusting <laughs> an stuff ophthalmologist. In your... But then yeah. there's also gonococcal, which is like it can also be a side effect of gonorrhea or chlamydia. However. That's what the... I mean, the doctor didn't even ask. She was like... The third doctor, she was like, it's chlamydia. And I was like, what? And she's like, we're testing you for chlamydia. And then it said I didn't have chlamydia in the test. And she was like, well, it must be from an ass then. Yeah. She was, <laughs> but she was like... And she was convinced. She was so solid that I believed it even when I, the test said otherwise. I was like, all right, fuck. I guess it's chlamydia. <laughs> oh, well... Well, okay, yeah. I'm Whatever sorry. it was, thank God it went away because it was Eventually, a yeah. miserable, painful, oh, embarrassing a, time. So annoying as well, even for me. I oh, God. <laughs> I never had it. Good Lord. It was it annoying to just, see you yeah. just sort of being like. <laughs> oh, waking up every morning and having to pour water on my eyes to get them to open because they were crusted <laughs> shut. Ugh. Oh, and this was when I was uh, running the Wolseley ARG, so I was sleeping in my living room. Yeah, I was, life was a f- in fucking shambles back then. <laughs> yeah, you're sleeping in your living room. You had pizza on the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, might as well have. Yeah, uh, yeah, we were just at Harvest Moon every day. That's yeah. God, those are actually, you know what? The those are kind of halcyon days, aren't they? <laughs> the golden days, even though <laughs> you had the fucking pink eye spreading it all over my apartment. <laughs> The fucking bird. Did you have the bird by that point? Uh, at some point I did. Yeah. <laughs> Before Rachel killed it. That is true. Yeah. We don't talk about that. We don't mention How Rachel it. took a bite of the living bird like an apple. <laughs> <laughs> and stared at you while she no, did it. No, that's not true. She she tried, tried to boil some potatoes and let the water... <laughs> fell asleep. Let the water burn down so the nonstick was just burning. And the nonstick code... The fumes kill birds. Yeah. So... Yep, the little bird died, and uh, we actually... Who knew birds have such shitty little sensitive lungs? They don't even have lungs. They have little sacks. Oh, that aren't okay. even, they're like little air pockets. Oh. The l- little birds, anyway, the little uh, parakeets. It was a budgie, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, 
Anyway, uh, I don't think you do know this, but we still have that bird. What? <laughs> we still have that. Did you get it preserved? Dead bird. No, we didn't get it's it. It's just preserved. rotting away. It's in our freezer. <laughs> oh God! It's in the bottom of our uh, chest freezer. I keep company with too many people with birds in their freezer. We keep meaning to get rid of it, but we just sort of haven't yet. We'd have to move a lot of stuff to get to it. It's right at the bottom. In a bag, in like oh, it's like the big freezer. Yeah, the big one, the, the lid. Yeah, chest yeah. freezer. Yeah, so it's in there yeah, still. That is uh, a pain it's, in the it's, ass. it's protected. You know, there's yeah, nothing getting out from it, but it's a bit weird. It is a little weird, but I mean, I used to date a girl who kept a dead owl in her freezer. <laughs> How did she come by a dead owl? She was a ornithologist, oh, so God. she was always out in the field. And one day, she found a dead baby owl, and she was like, "Cool." She just kept it in her freezer. I mean, it was I, I. I'm misrepresenting her. It's not like she kept. She was currently keeping a dead owl in her freezer. Yeah, it wasn't like this is something she'd had for years and planned on keeping for years. I don't know what she was going to do with it. No, Maybe yeah, I, I remember when you were dating this this woman. I saw you walking down the street. She's carrying like. Well, first of all, she's covered in pigeons. You know, they're yeah. all the same. <laughs> oh yeah, it was a bird lady. Yeah. <laughs> She's dragging a pheasant behind her. <laughs> yeah. Max is carrying the albatross literally around dragging his neck. Dragging a pheasant <laughs> like this big. <laughs> oh, you can get pretty big pheasants. Really? Yeah. Oh. But yeah, no, you probably can carry one rather than drag it. I'm trying to uh, riding a peacock. I'm thinking about moving out to Texas. I told you, you know, my eventual moving out to Texas to Amarillo. Amarillo, yeah. Mm. And I'm thinking I'm going to keep uh, guinea fowl. Oh yeah. What Why? do you think of that? They're fun. You ever seen one? Have I seen a guinea fowl? I'm sure I have. But you ever been to Calico? Calico, the ghost town. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're, it's replete with guinea fowl. Okay, they're those. <laughs> there's the. They're those little. I don't know if they're the same thing as a Cornish game hen. Hmm. But I don't know. They're cool. Fair enough. But people keep them. For for what purpose? Just to eat? I think maybe they eat them, but I think people kind of just keep them almost as like novelty pets. Funny things to have walking around in your back. There, they are funny. It's like why do you keep a peacock? People do keep peacocks, but why? Yeah, and ostriches too. But that's a bit mad. Well, people, you know, people harvest those ostrich eggs though. Mm. Ostrich eggs go on the black market for like a lot of money. Why do they need to go on the black market? <laughs> I'm just fucking around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see a reason. All right, hold on. I'm going to go to the restroom, and then when we get back, we'll talk more about... Oh, this Alice in Wonderland. I didn't even tell you the new oh. deer. Oh, we're going back to that? Yeah, okay. well, it gets pretty bad. Oh, I thought I thought we'd ended. Okay. All right, we'll get back to that. Oh, dear. <laughs> well, while Max is gone, I'll just apologize again for losing the, losing the first 45 minutes or so that we recorded. There was some good stuff in there, I promise, but you'll just have to take my word for it. Uh, as we're talking now, it's December the, I think, 27th, a couple days after Christmas. It's raining, and it's late afternoon, and it's getting dark, and it's kind of beautiful. I remember, um, I, I kind of wish I had a better, more poetic way of saying that, but saying, well, I remember when I saw Morrissey, the singer Morrissey, for the first time, and only time in, in Liverpool in 2009 or so, um... He opened by coming out and saying, it's Liverpool, it's raining, and it's perfect. And then kicked into his first song, which was uh, This Charming Man. And I thought that was really nice, you know, especially since Morrissey's from Manchester. Liverpool and Manchester famously hate each other. So it was just a very poetic thing to say, I thought, a way to start 
it's Liverpool, it's raining, and it's perfect. And I just realized I can't say it's Thousand Oaks, it's raining, and it's it's all right. It obviously wasn't perfect for Marcy on that show, though, because uh, somewhere halfway through his second song, uh, someone threw a bottle at his head uh, full of beer, and his head, hair got wet. He left the stage and never came back. So I got my money back. And... Uh, yeah, I, I bet he never started a show like that again. If you start a show by saying it's perfect, then you're sort of asking for trouble, aren't you? You're daring anyone or God himself to try and uh, try and negate that somehow. I hear Matt's coming back because the dog's following him. The dog doesn't like you, Max. I know. I don't know what I did, but... <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, so this Alice in Wonderland situation, I get in there, and like I said, the costumes are just... They look like they cost less than $5 each, which is fine, but they weren't... It was bad. It was very low effort, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's clearly no script. It was mostly improv, uh, but they definitely had, you know, a skeleton to go off of. And at one Did point... Did they have a skeleton prop? No, I wish. <laughs> Did they have Mr. Skeletons? Would have spiced it up if Skeletons showed up, they but no. It was... They they um, they went ahead and they... One of the finale bits was the queen comes out, right? And you know the queen mm-hmm. likes to chop off people's heads. Mm-hmm. So that prompted this uh, this young fella in a, in a queen... In kind of in drag... He starts going around talking about how he wants head. Oh, and, no. And he's going to get head from everyone. And then they kept, like, as if, if you didn't get it the first time, you sure would have gotten it the 80th time when they were like, uh-huh. oh, I know, Queen, that you like getting big, juicy head. I know that you love it when you receive head. But it doesn't even... It's not no, even it doesn't, a, it's, it's, the pun it's not doesn't like the queen work. walks around saying, give me head. Yeah. <laughs> she says, off with their heads. But even in like oldie... Even if you were to assume it was in like oldie English, they wouldn't say, like, oh yes, and I'll give the queen head. It's like, no. No. You would, you would give them a head or... Yes. No, it's... I a, would remove his head. There was no <laughs> effort. No, no effort whatsoever. I hate, there's nothing worse than that, like a pun that doesn't work. And then, oh, and they kept yeah. wanting to talk to me, too, because they only had, there was only like eight people there, which made it even more uncomfortable. Mm. And these fucking, this fucking actor, like, he really latched on to me for some reason. I think he was trying to get me to laugh. <laughs> he was like, this guy knows this Lewis Carroll. I, I don't know. But he was just like, come on, everyone. Like, let's see some smiles. And I didn't know what I was looking like. But he looks over me and he goes, that's not a smile. You look concerned. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I fucking am. This is horrible. <laughs> but you didn't say that. No, I but didn't say polite. anything. Yeah. I nodded. Yeah. And, I did, and that was it. Uh, the puzzles were fun. All right, you got some puzzles. The puzzles were fun. There was a, some riddles, and it was actually a fun concept because, like I said, it was kind of a drink themed event, and you had to go around and gather the different ingredients, and then you got to make your own drink. That sounds rubbish. They're making you do the work. Yeah, it was pretty it's supposed bad. to be served drinks, but they put dry ice in there so you could uh. have a little steam, and you served it to yourself out of a tea kettle. This is just babies. It was <laughs> fucked up. It was really. I mean, I couldn't even defend it. No. 
And I feel like I'm a shoe in. Yeah, you really should have liked it. Yeah, that. no, it was bad. Yeah. It was really low quality. Good grief. But then afterward, we walked up the street to the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel. Mm-hmm. If you've ever been there on Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, yeah, of course I have. Oh, I haven't. Oh. Or I hadn't. Yeah. No, Damn. When, when I used to work on a show that uh-huh. filmed at the Dolby oh, Theater, sure. after the finale, we they rented out the uh, the top, the roof. Oh, the roof and the penthouse of the Hollywood Roosevelt. And yeah, that's that's quite impressive to be up there. Let me tell you something, boy. You like the bowling alley? I mean, I didn't go there, but I liked oh. the concept of it. It wasn't open. Oh, it's okay. not open. I think you have to rent it privately. Oh, really? Yeah, it's only one lane. It's oh, like for maybe, parties. Maybe and you're shit. right. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's no, but yes, it's it's that was the immersive experience I was after that night. And the girl I was with used to work there. So she knew oh. all the – she was, like, giving me the tour because yeah. she used to work at, like, the front desk. So she would give people tours and stuff. And so she'd be like, oh, like, she was showing me, like, oh, that's the bungalow where Marilyn Monroe used to stay mm-hmm. and this and that and, like, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and she was telling me there were, like, all, like, the bowling alley, like you said, which was called spa- uh, Strike Spare or something like that, like that. I'm not sure. And then there was a um, – there's apparently a bar where you only can go in five people at a time. And the uh, the bartender comes around. He has a conversation with you, and then he comes back and he makes you a custom cocktail based on his. Co- that you know. is so stupid. No, it's fun. No, gosh, I can't stand that. Stuff. I didn't go, but I mean, obviously, I didn't go to anything. I did go to the burger place they have there. That place was oh, good. It's, it's decent. Yeah, oh, it was really overpriced. Nice. Gourmet. Yeah, kind of. So yeah, it was a lovely day. That's what I did. That was my immersive experience. Yeah, and then you got COVID, so... Yeah. Yeah. She don't talk to me anymore. <laughs> Even over the phone. She's like, I've heard that little particles can actually yeah, go through she was the like, speaker, Ew. travel down the airwaves. Uh, okay, yeah. Actually, you know what? That's actually funny that you say that because truly... I have my list here. It says Thanksgiving, Sean's dad and movies. Yeah, we next line. You're not going to get to hear that. Alice in Wonderland, immersive. Next line, Hollywood Roosevelt. Next line, went and got COVID. Went and gone and got COVID. Yeah, <laughs> and then sub point, like bullet point, ear infection. I got an ear infection with my COVID. Oh really? I get ear infections like four times you a seem year at the time. Yeah. Oh boy, oh boy, hurt like hell. Woke Didn't up. Fun. I woke up sleeping on the ear that had the infections. All that mm-hmm. pressure was built up in it and shit. Nice. I had to take Tylenol. I'm normally drug free. Me too. And I fucking I took like five Tylenol to to try <laughs> to combat my ear infection, and it worked. Oh, okay. Tylenol yeah. fought it, I or Advil that. or whatever. I don't know. Acetaminophen. I think it would fight it. it would just reduce the swelling. Yeah, but that's half the pain. Well, I guess so. in an ear infection. I'm and not- also, I think sitting upright and not laying down on the ear helps your ear kind of drain. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that actually. If you just drop. Um, Garlic oil into it. Oh, is it garlic oil? People, I mean, like I don't understand how people have the nuts to do stuff like that. Like those home remedies where they're like, yeah, you just put oil in your fucking ear. And I'm like, ew. Imagine if it like doesn't come back out. <laughs> I mean, it, <laughs> that's the last it thing sounds I like, I mean, like The idea of dropping strange substances in your ear is very disconcerting to me. But is it fine if it's in like a CVS packaged dropper bottle? I haven't done ear drops in a long time. Oh, okay. Then fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I do hate it though. Mm. I used to hate it when my mom would pour peroxide in my ears. 
Oh, that's so cool. Like to cleanse it. Goes, oh, it full, oh, yeah, it's a hoot. Yeah. It's fucking horrible. I've only had to do it. Well, I've never had an ear infection that I remember, but I had a couple years ago. Um, like, uh, I, I used to clean my the inside of my ears with cotton balls. Don't do that. Oh, Q-tips. Yeah, I, I just thought, what else are fucking Q-tips for? Everyone I knew had always done that, mm-hmm. so I figured that's... What what other utility do they have? I think they're supposed to be for like applying makeup or something like that. No, I don't know. No, but they're, 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 they're no, they're no, they're absolutely meant for that. But it actually, this is crazy. They're illegal. It's illegal for the Q-tip company to market them for ears. Yeah. So there there would be these commercials of like. If you can look it up. There's like this commercial of some old lady being like, "It feels so good in your," and it'll cut out before she says "ear." Oh, really? Yeah. Which kind of makes it sound like she's implying that she's putting yeah, it in her pussy. Where else is she putting? <laughs> yeah. Good lord. Um, yeah, but I used to do that just out of habit. It never caused me any problems. Mm-hmm. But then uh, it was around Christmas time, probably 2019, right before COVID. I, I realized that, oh, I'm like less able to hear in this mm-hmm. ear. I think it was my left ear. And like kept trying to sort of pry it open and stuff like that. It would work for a little bit, but then it would kind of feel like it was closing up again. And that kept going and going until I pretty much lost hearing in this ear. It closed up entirely. And I yeah, usually, I, it takes a lot for me to go to a doctor, but I was like, I have to. I, I literally can't hear out this ear now. It sounded like this ear was underwater. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went there and they, I, I tried at home things too. One of them being the hydrogen peroxide solution mm-hmm. thing where you put it in and kind of lay on one side and let it fizz. Oof. I loved that. That was so fun. Ugh. Oh, well, I liked it, but it didn't work. Yeah. And so I had to go to the doctor, and they, you know, kind of asked what was wrong. I was like, ah, I cleaned my ears with Q-tips, and I think I've probably got a wax build. And they were like, yeah, fucking course you have, idiot. Yeah. Moron. And, uh, yeah. I, I that, I was like, I'm <laughs> You've been doing, doing nothing but that pushing stupid. wax back into your ear know, and compacting it's, it's it. It's not like I put, like, a penny in there or something, you know, like, hoping that it would turn into more. Sean, nothing smaller than your elbow should go in your ear. Did they tell you that? <laughs> yeah. I heard something like that. Yeah. I don't think it was your elbow. Though. It is. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they had to get this, like, huge syringe full of just distilled water and... Yeah. Like, hold my head and fucking... Ow, it took about 20 minutes. It was a big block of wax. It was huge, apparently. Yeah, they yeah. they show, like they broke it up, so I never got to see one big block. But, yeah. yeah, I remember at one point, my hearing suddenly just came back. Yep. And and the nurse was like... Yeah, she, was, she wasn't very friendly about it at all. She was she like, was fucking like, dummy. Fucking idiot. Yeah. You know how sick I am of doing this? <laughs> it was quite an experience. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, having water forcibly shot into your ear over and over again not particularly good i obviously didn't really understand the anatomy of ears either because i was like isn't this just gonna go in all into my brain yeah <laughs> i mean I that's really- how i feel when i put fucking peroxide or garlic oil in there so yeah god having garlicky ears imagine you're trying to <laughs> mac on a honey well and you're you're necking and suddenly she's like <laughs> <laughs> You smell like an Italian. What is this? And just don't be hooking up with any vampires. Oh, and, well, uh, that's how you make sure that you don't hook up yeah. with vampires. <laughs> it was funny, though. Uh, that Because I just remembered when it was. It was December 2019. And the doctor, because uh, the nurse did most of the work, but the doctor came in to chat. He, he was very adamant that I get a flu shot. I got him for for an ear thing. He'd make a commission. It was he was like, oh, this year, trust me, you want to get one. 
Yeah. Uh, trust me, I know. Uh, like he was like, "Do you normally get a flu shot?" And I was like, "No, not really. I, I never really felt the need to." And he's like, "No, this year, trust me." He's like, "You're big gonna things wa- on the horizon, Sean." He, I'm not. Jo- I found it weird. I even came home and mentioned it to my wife. He, I was like, "He was really pushing a flu shot, as if it was like a really bad flu year yeah. or something." Um, and then you know, two months later, COVID's eleven years. I'm yeah. like, "That's weird. That's fucking weird." He knew. He knew it was coming. He did it. Um, <laughs> he was formerly employed at the Gain of Function Research Lab in uh, Wuhan, China. <laughs> so that takes us up to uh, COVID times, and that's basically all I did for a better part of December. And then Christmas rolled around, mm. and you you seem like you had a more interesting Christmas than me. Well, we didn't invite you to Christmas after the disaster at Thanksgiving. Well, and, all, and, then, <laughs> and then the deva- disaster at COVID. It looks like yeah. your Christmas was fucking far away, boy. Looks like you were what out you in like fucking Catalina or something for Christmas, weren't you? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> Where were you? I don't know what you've seen, but uh, we. Oh went yeah, to... that's right. Because you don't know that every time you appear on my social media, it's a candid being taken yeah, by your exactly. wife. <laughs> I have no idea what's going it's on. Creep shots. Yeah, I don't like it. But, <laughs> I, I can't um, imagine you do. <laughs> no, we 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 didn't. We spent Christmas here. We actually did Christmas twice. We spent one Christmas Day. We spent here at the house. Uh, day after we went to my parents. So yesterday we were at my parents. Mm-hmm. So we kind of had to. Uh, but before that, we spent a couple of nights in Idlewild in a in a cabin up there. Idlewild, yeah, up in the uh, up in the mountains there. How was that? I mean, do I need to explain? We went up there with a ten year old and a two year old. It wasn't that fun. <sighs> I mean, I like the mountains. Did you guys I like get cabins. wasted. <laughs> you got all, wasted. All four of you. No. No, we and we didn't. Even myself and the wife didn't really have a chance. To, I'm sure. How could you? Yeah, I assume no, that the fun of, of I always uh, assume the fun of like being in a cabin or hiking or or I mean certainly not hiking, but camping or being in a cabin is like getting drunk in the wilderness and and chatting it up and being like no distractions, boys. Let's just sit here and podcast. Yeah, that would have been nice, wouldn't it? Uh, but it was all. But no, it was, it was all about the little ones. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, the, you, you underestimate underestimate the amount of things that can go wrong with something as simple as that, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it wasn't terrible, terrible. Like, no one died or no. anything. But no. um, it was constantly making sure that people don't die or making sure that people are happy. Yeah. You know, and... Uh, yeah, so no, it wasn't... I can't say it was super fun. It was nice to be up there. The, the most fun we had was after the kids went to sleep. Yeah, that was nice. That's what we got, got like a couple of hours a night where it was nice like, all right, it's us in a us in a cabin. That's nice. Were you TV TV there? Well, there was one, but we didn't want to watch it. Yeah, but I the fucking kids did. I think that's appropriate to yeah. not watch it. No, because we could do that at home. The, the thing is, we went up there hoping there was going to be snow uh, because there usually is. But uh, we were there on possibly the two or three days out of December that not only didn't have snow, but was pissing it down with rain the whole time. Oh, great. <laughs> so we couldn't even go out, really. Yeah. Like, we couldn't go for walks or anything like that because it was just, like, kind of miserable rain. We didn't want to just get all wet. Um, of course, the day we left, they were about to get a foot of snow over the weekend. Sod's law. Yeah. I, um, so, yeah. No, not super fun. I, I uh, Christmas Eve, I went live on my Instagram and I read uh, Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. I know. Which Rachel has now I, accused you of copying I, Yep, us. that's what I was going to bring up. <laughs> Rachel really thinks that I've been following her around, <laughs> taking notes and copying Supposedly. her. <laughs> well, yeah, so we I, I didn't know the, this had gone on Instagram. 
but it makes sense that it would have. But yeah, on the last night we were there in Idlewild, um, I kept mentioning to her, I was like, Christmas Carol, it's a great book. I'd yeah. only read it for the first time last year, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like it is great. Fairly recently. What? It is great. It is great, but it was something that I'd never read. And I think a lot of people don't feel like they need to read because they know the story so well. But you're missing out on some you really quality narration. Out. Incredible narration. Quality prose. Incredible prose, mm-hmm. incredible dialogue. Everything about it is great. And also, you can read it in a matter of hours. Yeah. Four hours or so it took yeah. us. I like, think in my copy, I mean, it's got small print, but I think it's only like 60 pages in my copy. It's a short. It's not very long. It's you a novella. A, yeah, you can read it pretty pretty quickly. Uh, there is an abridged version, so I hope you weren't reading that. No. No, no. no it, it took us about four hours. I think it's longer than that 60 That sounds about pages. right. Yeah. Because it took me, on Instagram, it took me the better part of an hour to read Stave 1. Oh, really? So it was like 45 minutes. Yeah, I mean, that is probably the longest one. Yeah. But still. Okay. Yeah, it took us about four hours, and we just read it, took it in turns. Um, and that was really nice, actually. I really liked that. Because it is supposed to be... You know, it was written... Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if he wrote it with that in mind, but he Charles Dickens certainly was all used about, to he was into go around and read it out loud to the oh. point where he could apparently do it from memory. We covered this. Insane. We covered this on my uh, Instagram, actually. We talked about... We also uh, see, talked about this. That. I don't know if you know this. Um, it was a financial flop. <laughs> he was mm-hmm. he was already a well established author at the time. Yes, but they spent so much money on the printing, giving it this really nice bound cover mm. that after expenses he made like a hundred and sixty pounds. In those days, that would be it would be like two thousand dollars. Yeah, it's that's fucking shit. Oh, it's not two thousand dollars today. It would be like currency. Yeah. No, no, I mean, like, I'm saying adjusted for inflation, it would be like two grand. Yes, not bad. Imagine, okay, imagine you're the J.K. <laughs> Rowling of your time. Well, I'm And then sure. you come out with your next book, and it makes you, uh, your rent for one month. Fucking fine. He'd made so much money. I, 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 I'm sorry, I don't care. It's a short <laughs> but you're book. Saying, but you're it's saying it book. like he, it was a financial flop. Yeah. Okay. But it was a critical hit. But that sounds like it was mostly a financial flop because of bad Yeah, it was management. silly. That's yeah. what I mean, yeah. Okay, fine. But then he made that money back <laughs> well, by... Well, so defensive. Well, <laughs> because in the long run, the story won. It's not like, mm. oh, it flopped and then everyone forgot about it. It's like, oh, that's no, it's... certainly true. Apparently, within the first year of its publication, there were already... Because there was nothing to do with, like, you know, people didn't have control over, like, rights and stuff. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he tried to get in contact with a bunch of lawyers. He was like... He was I like, remember this. How the yeah, fuck yeah. do I stop all these people from Just doing plays yeah. and reprints? Yeah. And, like, how... What the fuck? I get no I, money I for this? I think he lent into the idea where it was like, okay, this is almost like a charitable... Because it's a bit Scrooge-like to... Uh, you know, mm-hmm. nickel and dime people over the story that's about redemption and Christmas cheer to then be like, fuck you, little playhouse, don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. a bit scroogey. So, yeah, yeah but, but he made it work by, yeah, like I said, doing speaking tours. Well, not speaking tours, but reading tours. Yeah. He would just read it out loud to the point where supposedly he could do it from memory, which is crazy. I, yeah. <laughs> they, they told him that he had uh, no legal recourse. Yeah. For that, and he said, "Well, it's a poor excuse for picking a man's pocket every December twenty fifth." <laughs> Good shit. Yeah, and he, he probably referred to the people doing the reprints and the small scale plays as the surplus population. Ah, that should perhaps be uh, reduced. reduced. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a good book. It's very good. It's very good. Yeah, very good stuff. And uh, we read that. Yeah, Rachel never read it before, so she liked that. That was really nice. That was the highlight of my Christmas. Really. Mm-hmm. 
Just doing that. So simple. Easy to do. There you go, folks. Reading that's out your, loud. It's a good thing to do. It's your PQP. Oh, it is a good thing to do. Yeah. It's a great thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm quite bad at it. I, uh, I, I no, stumble over I words quite that. a lot. Yeah. I just stumble or, you know, if, I, if I'm not familiar enough with, uh, with the text, then sometimes I use the wrong intonation at the beginning until I realize where the sentence is going. And Really? Yeah. Like on howevers, especially I do that. Hmm. You know, oh, like instead of saying, however, however, the rain fell that day, ball, yeah. you'd be like, however, the rain fell that day. <laughs> Usually when it's in the middle of a sentence, you yeah. know, it's like he was sad. However, he wasn't. Yeah. But I might have yeah. said it like, like, however, he wasn't. Oh, no way. Mm-hmm. However, he wasn't. Yeah. yeah. That's just the English language kind of being useless. It's, it's not very easy to read compared to Chinese. Well, which both is both of our first language. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's taking us little a lot no, of time. Little known to, facts, yeah. but <laughs> we are both native Chinese speakers. That's how we met. Um, yeah, no, we also because I tried reading a. She wanted to read a bit of Walden as well, so I tried reading that, sir, and that the, the Walden. Yeah, because we were That's in a cabin. Christmas. Oh, okay. No, we were in a cabin, you know, and like around nature. And I, yeah, I, I was yeah, trying to point out, so. I was like, you realize that the kind of cabin we're in is the kind of thing he would be very against. Yeah, but. Um, that one's difficult to read out loud because the sentences are pages long. Yeah, it's Run not. On sentence. It's, it's more like a big. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a ramble more than a yeah. more than a stru- well structured. It's, uh, it's not a hoot to read, to be honest. No, and, and that's kind of what I was trying to tell her too. It's like there's some good stuff early on about you know the sort of philosophy of it. But I was trying to warn her. I was like, you know, a lot of it really later on is just going to be about like the, the quality of nails that you can find mm. and. <laughs> You'd be better off reading uh, what doesn't Emerson have some self reliance? Well, no, I mean not self reliance. He's got this essay on nature or something like that. I think it's yeah. You you my, it's in the same book as self reliance for me. It's a big collection of. Is self reliance an essay or was it a collection of essays? No, self reliance is an essay. Okay, so they itself, probably but just it get, goes into that stuff and then the other because I have the same thing. I just have a book of Emerson yeah. essays. Yeah. Um, but that's one that'll that's one that'll be fun to read, and it's short, yeah. not as long as fucking Walden. <laughs> God, I remember I took my American Romanticism class in college, and I was just like, "Damn, I'm gonna fucking blow my head off." Is it called Romanticism? Sure, I mean, it's transcendentalism, but it's it, like a subset of Romanticism. Into... But how? Just was. Oh, so so in English, like UK literature, mm-hmm. we consider Romanticism to be. The romantics. Like, well, it is romantics, but we but are romantics. similar to what our, we would call the Yes, romantics. it is. Our romantics, like and, our romantics came about 100 years after yours and were responding to yours. Well, things like Walden, you would you would consider in the same broad literary genre as, like, say, Byron? Yes. Shelley. Oh. No. Yes. Why would you think that? Coleridge. Why would you think they were similar? Because they're both uh, talking about... They're both trying to see art as a way of connecting man with a more divine sort of purpose. And they saw they saw literature as a sort of aspirational pursuit and practice, which often brought in a lot of elements of nature and things like that. And so it was all about... Is that all that constitutes romanticism? Mm-hmm. That's it? Yeah, romantic oh. notions. It's romantic romantic notions of the human experience, which would be followed by modernism, which was more about um, being like, "Here's all kind of shit." 
Well, yeah, talking about <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like talking, real human shit. Talking about like how fraught this trying to ca- trying to use literature because modernism was also aspirational. It was trying to use literature to capture the fraughtness of like the psychological, and it was yeah. much more based on enlightenment. Right, so like romanticism was pre enlightenment for the most part. It was con- congruent. It was like con- at the same time, but it would respond a lot to enlightenment because well, romanticism dealt a lot with a sort of a not religious, but certainly a spirituality. Yeah, uh, although I would say the things like Walden don't really. They're actually quite sort of matter of fact. But I think that's why. But they, they're matter of fact in their approach. But their subject matter is sort of transcendentalists were almost like the philosophers of romantics, whereas the romantic right. literature tradition would be like Nathaniel Hawthorne and Herman Melville. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah I, would, I would put who are writing more similarly to like your Shelleys yeah. and your yeah. So I, yeah, because I would I would have put Walden and Emerson more in mm-hmm. the vein of philosophers. And then than, in the same and the yeah. same in the same era we had the. The, the, they, people did not even the so-called romantic. I mean, we called it the Rom- American Romantic era, mm. but they were not philosophically of a piece with each other. Like mm. Hawthorne didn't like. What's an example of one of his books? The Scarlet Letter. Oh, okay. Yeah, House of Seven Gables. But then he also wrote one called The Blythedale Romance, where he made fun of the transcendentalists. Because that's when people were like going and living on communes and stuff. So he came up with this one Blythedale that was like this commune, and you get there, and right. everyone's actually just a piece of shit. Actually, sorry, uh, here's a question though. Well, well, hold where, on, where, and then another one, Edgar Allan Poe was was said to be an anti transcendentalist. <laughs> How so? I don't know. I don't ever. I never understood. I never saw him directly deal no. with it, but I just know he's been said to be that. He's just a. He wrote. He wrote a poem called "On Science" that to me feels very. Romantic, where he was like, "Oh, you know, science pulls Queen Mab from her crib, and blah blah blah." Or That's the impression t- I always got from him. Yeah, I mean, he likes he likes all he that goofy the shit stories that he writes. But um, okay, fair enough. Well, where would Charles Dickens and I suppose Jane Austen and you know people like that? I mean, they're Victorian literature. Yeah, they're post romantic. Is that what it's called? Post-romantic? That's no, they were Victorian. Like, we just call it Victorian, even though it's not a philosophical tradition. And it's not really a genre. No, it's itself. not. It's it just not. happened to be around that time. Because, you know, also then so Robert Louis Stevenson as well would be Victorian. Lewis Carroll. Lewis Carroll. But, like, yeah, I would say that what you start to see... Well, the reason is because it was less defined by a philosophy and more defined by... The Victorian era was more defined by the proliferation of print media. Because that yeah. was when they they passed some law that basically said like children have to go to school like a truancy law, mm. where they basically said like children can't be in workhouses anymore all the time they got to go to school Bummer. even the even the shitty ones, yeah. even little poor <laughs> ragamuffins, they got to go to school, and so like literacy increased immensely and print became the dominant form of media. But the novel is a romantic invention from about a hundred years prior. I suppose so. No, it is. Yeah. Yeah. You may well be right. The first novel was, um, was it Robinson Crusoe? Yeah, I think it was. Oh, didn't we look this up once and you turned yeah. out to be wrong? No. Uh, Never been wrong about anything. <laughs> but the early <laughs> romantic novels are going to be your ones that are like Tristram Shandy and Clarissa and right, like yeah. the, the shit that's like, I'm sorry, not Tristram Shandy. Uh, Tristram Shandy's but yeah, but, one of the first. But like Tom yeah. Jones, like those, those, those ones that are like thousands of pages mm. long. But then uh, where, for instance, does uh, some Greek mythology fall into that? I know it's technically poems, like yeah. epic poems, but... 
for all intents and purposes, they serve a similar, you know, similar function. To Those were always just seen as poems. Eh. They were just seen as prose. I mean, not prose. They were just seen as poetry. They were seen as I mean, epic, yeah, epic so. poetry. Yeah, the 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 and John Milton. The poems like of the that, day yeah. used to be um, divided into uh, your lyric poems mm-hmm. and your epic poems, and then your drama. Yeah. But that was all done in verse as well. Yeah, like Beowulf and stuff. That's Until funny. like fucking Ibsen, it was all done oh, in verse. Hold on, that's what not about, true. I mean, much ado about nothing isn't even in verse. But you get what I'm saying. Uh, what about Chaucer? A lot of his. What's that? It's all in verse. Poetry? It's all, it's all in, in verse. verse. Yeah. Arabian Nights. I never read it. Oh, I don't know. I'm guessing it's all in verse though. No, I don't think it is. I'm not sure. The also, problem is translations. The problem is that it's yeah, translations. Yeah. Like you'll read, you can easily find prose translations of the Odyssey. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. I, I think the first version I read yeah. was probably in prose. Yeah, which is quite nice actually. It's a nice story without sure. You know, trying to find a, a translator. Long, a translator long. trying to force. I like rhymes. the abridged. <laughs> I like the abridged versions. Mm. I have. It wasn't until I read the full one that I was like, oh god, this is way longer than I knew it to be. I have supposedly the best translation of the best English translation of uh, the Divine Comedy, which then went out of print. Oh, nice! Um, and apparently, all the ones that exist now are rubbish. But it's like someone just put it, put it online. This? Who said this? Uh, it was my. So I had an English literature teacher mm-hmm. who I went out because I got really into poetry and like you know proper quote-unquote literature when i was in high school and i had a good english teacher he mm-hmm. published his own books but uh, i'd never really read any of them but yeah he mentioned specifically where we got on to talking about the divine comedy and dante's inferno and i wanted to read it but he said that you shouldn't read any he was also a, like a latin major uh, not mm-hmm. latin major uh, he'd done some translations himself um and he mentioned specifically i know it wasn't written in latin but I trusted him enough to know the to trust his opinion that the English translations that were available now weren't very good, and he told me to seek out this one. So I've got it, still do, and nice. I can't say whether it's better or worse than any of the others because I haven't read any of the others. Well, there you go. I did find out that um, when I got a copy of Marcus Aurelius's Meditations, uh, the translator was my old headmaster. Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. He has one of the most uh, the most well-renowned translations of it. Okay, so we looked it up just now. What was the first novel? I was wrong. Yeah, no, we have done this before, and you were wrong but then, But hold on. It was, but it was something called The Tale of Genji, <laughs> written in 11th century Japan. Did someone just one day decide, I don't want to rhyme anymore? <laughs> Fuck I'm it. sick of this. Okay, but the first... You know what? Okay, this is, this is just my Western-centric education. Mm-hmm. The first English novel was Robinson Crusoe. Okay. That was in 1719. Which actually makes sense, because I'm sure that Don Quixote was not originally written in verse, and that was like the 1500s. Right, yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm sure if I put my mind to it, I could think of plenty of others, too. Yeah, well, fucking... Well, the fucking Western world was like still fucking bathing in its own shit and i want to learn more about what happened there like what <laughs> happened between what happened there in the western world literally what happened between the fall of rome and queen elizabeth 
Because that's all a big blur to me. Ooh. I don't know what was going on in there. Oh, even I get confused. It was like theater. The, yeah, it was yeah. like Charlemagne. Uh, yeah, and then like there was like Charlemagne. You had the Saxons. You had the yeah, the yeah, Gauls. yeah. Well, the Gauls were part of ancient yeah. Rome too, but yeah. Um, yeah, and going back before that. Yeah, even like the barbarians and stuff like that in the early days. Viking, I'm still, if you ask me right now, I've looked into Vikings a lot and I still couldn't tell you Let's when they out. started. Yeah. Oh, well, we can talk about one particular Viking that's a favorite of ours. I just saw another one. I follow this Twitter. You've got to explain. you got to explain. Oh, uh, what is his name? Varg Vil- Varg Vikanes. Vikanes. Vikanes, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. he. He's a, a, a an influencer now. It's hilarious. Yeah, he, I think we have talked about him on the podcast before. Yeah, well, explain who he is. He was in a band called... Um, well, he wasn't really Burzum? Burzum? Burzum. Yeah. So he wasn't really in a band called Burzum. He sort of was Burzum. Yeah. Uh, and that was one of the bands in the second wave of Norwegian black metal, which was all the Satanist... Mm-hmm. Uh, Satanist black metal that came around that time, and he was also involved in Mayhem. He was the bassist. For, he sort of took I didn't over know he was as a bassist. Yeah, Mayhem was an American band. No, Mayhem was a Norwegian band. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, and they were one of the you know forefathers of the this second wave of black metal. Yeah. There was some in the eighties, like um, uh, what's it called? <sighs> Bathory and the. Uh, mm. Merciful, um, no, Merciful Favor American, but either way, um, yeah, Bathory and fucking what's the other one? Jesus Christ, I can't remember the, the biggest one. Anyway, Death. the second wave was 90s, and it was a bunch of like teenagers really who started doing this really evil satanic music. Um, and he was involved, and he got a little bit too into it. He was one of the people who was responsible for the church burnings that mm-hmm. became really famous, and he was also the one who was responsible for. Uh, killing the uh, the founder of Mayhem, Euronymous, um, because he thought he was lame. Yeah, pretty much. Basically, right? I mean, that, that, that's as far as I can tell. It's really strange, though. He still hasn't quite admitted that he murdered him. Yeah. Even though he clearly did, like yeah. he, he had stab wounds in the back of his head. Yeah. And he's he, and I think Varg says that he saw he started out by saying he did it to himself in front of him. Yeah. Like I went to his house, like fucking a, Sid and Nancy. He said it, yeah. He uh. said I went to his house to apologize because they'd like been sort of bickering. So he drove all the way from Oslo up to Bergen, or vice versa, Bergen to Oslo, uh, <laughs> to apparently just apologize to him, yeah, and sign some contract releasing. Oh, I don't something think that's true at all. And then he said the Euronymous stabbed himself like thirty six times in front of him. <laughs> And went out and fell down the stairs in the apartment building and stuff like that. Damn. No, he, he fucking killed him. Um, and then he went to jail and the, the the sentence in Norway is only, I think, a maximum of 21 years in prison, no matter how yeah. clear, how horrible. No matter how egregious, yeah. yeah even Anders Breivik, the, uh, the mass shooter, if yeah. you remember that. Uh, even he's supposed to get out at some point within the next wow. couple of decades. But uh, so, and it, so he went to jail for most of that time. He got released on parole and then they pulled him over. And he had a bunch of weapons in his car, and he'd sort of like tried to drive away. So he went back in. Still, he only got released after 16 years. Yeah. Uh, so he didn't spend that long. And he hasn't... You know, people say that the Scandinavian justice system is far better than our own. And I tend to agree with them. I yeah. think it's more but about... this guy has not reformed. More about rehabilitation than punishment. Mm-hmm. And I think that tends to work quite well. And that probably is a better way to look at justice than what it is in America. But... 
Varg came out and he has not changed one bit. No, he's not been not rehabilitated. Only, no. He came not out also that, looking I think it like... Gave him, it gave him a lot of time, I think, in jail to read up on how to be more of a Nazi. Oh, yeah. Because like, he was always... It was, there was a bit of a trend in those early days because it was a bunch of 18-year-olds in Norway with nothing to do. Yeah. And it was a bit of a trend to be shocking. And I think yeah. for a lot of people that meant... You know, saying, oh, well, maybe Hitler wasn't so bad because he yeah. was trying to get rid of, like, the Abrahamic roots and yeah, yeah. stuff like that. And, you know, mostly shock value. And I think a lot of them pretty quickly kind of recanted it and grew up. And so went, oh, yeah, that was stupid. We shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Uh, Varg, on the other hand, I, I, I think wholeheartedly. No, Varg is fully it. like. Uh... <laughs> but now he thinks, because he had so much time and he had access to a computer in, yeah. in jail. So he would just write blogs, endless fucking blogs about his own version of, like, odalism or something like that. Like, his yeah. philosophy yeah. on race and basically how... Well, and his, his thing is called Thulean Perspective, Thulean which I think is it Thule yeah. supposed to be, like, Iceland pre... Isn't Thule supposed to be, like, where the Vikings came from or most, something like that? Yeah. Most likely. I honestly couldn't tell you because everything he writes is absolutely impenetrable. But he's he's it's one of those guys. Writing. He's one of yeah. those, like autistic racists that you see on YouTube now who are like, I'm like, you are, I guess, smart. Like, you know a lot about ancient civilizations and history. And, but if it seems 16 years in prison doing but, nothing. No, else, like, like then, that's what yeah. I mean. It's like, uh, I mean, like, I don't know if, how much he actually talks about it, but the name that comes to mind is Sargon of Akkad. Right. I'm like, all right, well, I guess you know a little bit about Mesopotamian history. Uh, but like all those guys are like these weird history nerds and stuff. And then they yeah. come out as, and then it's but all in, in service of their bizarre Nazi. And their interpretation uh, of anything they read will be the same. Yeah. Uh, no matter what they read, it'll yeah. always be, oh, well, that surely proves. And yeah, uh, yeah, the, the, the the problem with him is the also like yeah he really started out he was just like a Lord of the Rings fan yeah like, a lot of like his early references and like the, the the frameworks he would use to kind of describe his ideas about you know why like interracial mixing is a bad idea is like it was always like well think of consider Lord of the Rings oh he seems to really like Lord of the Rings yeah he seems to really like that shit J.R. Tolkien I mean God knows what views he may have actually held but that I feel bad for him that you know after his death so many fucking idiots yeah. went to and looked at Lord of the Rings as some kind of big white supremacist like fable yeah I don't think he I mean I'm reading them it's it's pretty coded if they are <laughs> like I mean yeah, it's fucking like hobbits and elves and sh- but there's yeah. just nothing to suggest I mean I'm sure you know being of the era that he was from and he was from South Africa originally and stuff so I imagine he probably wasn't the wokest dude in the world but I don't think there's anything in Lord of the Rings that suggests no I don't think so either I the, a, a lot of people also think it's real by the way have you heard have you read those it, people? it is <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. Have you have you read some no, of those? No, I've not heard. I've not heard of this. There's an entire subreddit devoted to it too. There are people who think the Lord, the, everything that he's describing in Lord of the Rings is something real that was related to him somehow, kind of like a Bible. They they honestly think. But you're talking? Yeah, they think that Lord of the Rings is true, but existed on another plane of reality, and that he had access to that somehow. Oh, yeah. They, oh, they think it's, uh, I thought you were saying it was all a big coded metaphor for things that happened in his life. No, it was. Oh, no. it, it literally Although happened. Although the movie and he watched it. Have you seen the fucking movie based on uh, about Tolkien with not, about a boy kid in it? 
No. That's terrible. But yeah, that implies at various points that like boring things that happen <laughs> kidding, in his life. He's getting like the shit molested out of him by like five headmasters, <laughs> then it cuts to the orcs. <laughs> like <laughs> not too far off. Those yeah, fucking yeah, like trolls a- picking up Bilbo Baggins being like, We'll grind his bones. Not too <laughs> far off, but it is constantly you know, it's mostly just set up, uh, with him at university, where, where Cambridge or wherever he was. Sure, yeah. And you know, every he, now yeah. and then, people like you know, some character will say a line that everyone goes, "Oh, that's in the book. That made it into the book." <laughs> but it has him in World War One, which is far. Wait, was it? Hey, World- he, he was in World War. Yeah, World War One. Yeah, it has him in World War One, but instead of you know, there's an attack by the Germans, and he sees like this big troll i think it's supposed to be or maybe sauron himself mm. kind of walking around the field it's like okay sure, they, yeah. they, no of course <laughs> he's not basing the fucking yeah but, but yeah i mean that's a hollywood movie so what do you he, i mean he uh apparently his big thing imagine how annoying this guy must have been talking yeah oh god if he talked anything like any of his characters he wasn't yes. a he wasn't a lit guy by the way which i mean he was qu- a translator quite frankly yeah he was a philologist oh, sorry yeah no i'm sorry that that was one important thing it's not that he got given access by some divine presence they said mm. that they thought he'd found a text that he was able to translate that was from describing because oh, he's that good of a philologist he was like going for it and shit <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah i can i can translate on non-existent languages too <laughs> uh, no, supposedly he could supposedly he was pretty good at that what does that even mean well like some of the <laughs> well, what does you, that mean what it means is that there were you know texts and stuff written in for instance like rune type languages that he managed to figure out I don't think that he was that accomplished in his field. I think he was I, more he accomplished for his literature than anything else. Uh, no, sure, but he was supposedly very good at it to the point where huh. he would do it as well, a hobby. Listen, hey, so, shit, like, shows that enough. I know, man. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I know he, did, he, tra- he I know he did. His... A, he did a Beowulf. That's hard. I, oh, he did a Beowulf. That's okay. not easy. And he also created his own language, which is functional. Supposedly, it's functional. Anyway, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, but, I think yeah. I think that might be one of those things that I. I don't know why people. I kind of wonder it, if it's like Klingon, where it's like, all right, yeah. there's a few roots here, <laughs> and then a lot of other people have done like a lot of work to kind of fill in the gaps, and then that just all becomes like, wow, can you believe Gene Roddenberry invented his whole own language? Yeah, possibly. Who knows? But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Getting back to Varg, though, because that's that's a character. I don't think. Can you search him without like being flagged up on some? <laughs> did you just notice my button just fucking? inexplicably popped off my no i didn't notice that look at that state of your clothing just happened hold on where's the button i mean i can't resell it you saw the way it like ripped off well that's a shame anyway i gotta pee again then we'll talk more about varg okay let's find out let's find out (laughs) he doesn't like you man i know (laughs) You gotta look up on fucking Sean's dog every time I walk down the hall. <laughs> every time you open the door to go to the bathroom, he's been he's there, standing there. Yeah. He's been standing there the entire time. Waiting. Like, <laughs> laying in wait. Yeah. yeah. Fucking strange. Uh, so Varg. Varg Vilkulnis. Yeah. He, um, yeah, Thulean perspective. And so he got out of jail eventually. Moved to France. Came he- back like Odysseus. Looking like Odysseus. <laughs> must have. He, uh, he married a... Someone married him while he was in jail. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, one of those people, you know. And uh, so he married a, I would assume, blonde Nordic princess. Well, I mean, he must be cheating on her all the time, based on how lascivious he is on social media. (laughs) 
Well, yeah, you know more about that than Good I do. Good lord! But he came across my. He came across, like when he when he'd come out. I thought, okay, he's fucking out, and he'd probably just like go away somewhere quiet and live out the rest of his days. But no, he he popped up as a suggested video after like I was watching some documentary on black metal, and it was his own YouTube channel. I couldn't fucking believe it. Yeah. Because he had hundreds of videos. Oh, yeah. And they Much were, like his blog. Yeah, and they were... It's prolific. They were, um, you know, he, not only were they him talking about his fucking, like, showing that he clearly hadn't changed. Yeah. But he'd, like, picked up, he'd looked up how to be a YouTuber, clearly. He learned some <laughs> things. He got a catchphrase. And he, uh, As we've alluded yeah, to. Yeah, and he did some, he, he has memes. He has memes oh, in his... Yeah. Have you seen those? Like, no. Have you seen his videos? No, no, no. Oh, I've only seen his tweets. They've been taken down from YouTube now. <laughs> wow. But uh, he had like his own little memes that he's trying to establish. Like, but but they were kind of old fashioned, like kind of nine gag memes, you know, like the <laughs> with the big italic, like the the, the low cats type. It'd be like a picture of Odin, and it would be like <laughs> Megusta. Not, not far off. Not far off. I swear to God. I swear to God, I bet they're hosted somewhere, all the the, the Inspector videos. You should go have a look at them. Yeah. But yeah, you had this catchphrase. So at the beginning, you know, let's say the title of the video was like, you know, why blonde women are more noble or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not joking. That would be yeah, the kind of title he would have. And he would be sitting like in his fucking like miserable camper van in like the wilderness. He always seems to be in the woods, all the screenshots yeah, I think I've he seen. lives out there in France for some reason, which is like yeah. one of the last places you'd want to be if you're yeah. like that. They have hate speech laws that are like very strict. Yeah. So I, I don't know why he's chosen that. But yeah, he... Um, I'm on the front lines. <laughs> I don't know, it's, but... If they ever attack Charlie Hebdo again, I'm going to be there. <laughs> But he'll be sitting out in this miserable camper and just like kind of looking off into the distance a little bit, you know, ponderously and then go. So we live in a society where it seems as if the more desirable attributes are being pushed to us that aren't matching the ones that we really like, which is obviously blonde and blue eyes. Why is this happening? And what will the results be? Let's find out. <laughs> and then it cuts to like the little title sequence. Yeah, of course. It's a little title sequence. But yeah, Alien let's find out. This is uh, yeah, his catchphrase. It's fucking hilarious. So awesome. But now you found him on Twitter this guy somehow. Did murder. He's not on Twitter. Or no, he is on Twitter. Yeah. I don't follow him. I guess I should. Well, how did you come across those tweets I don't tweets know. I don't even go on Twitter anymore, but one day I went on there and someone had retweeted an account called like Varg out of context or something like that. <laughs> and they just screen cap his weird behavior on Twitter, like his best hits. Mm. And a lot of it is him simping on hot girls, except occasionally, sort of, yeah. yeah, if they post something lascivious, he's like, disgusting, unfollowed. And yeah. it's like, what? <laughs> He's more. He's got more in common with Islam than he thinks. The best. Thing, uh, he, oh yeah, he does. He really doesn't. Oh, like, he does not like the Abrahamic religions. I'll tell you that. He does because you know the whole thing right now. But uh, sometimes they're right when it comes to the thoughts. <laughs> the whole thing right <laughs> now instance, with the kind let's of find out. ironic left right now on Twitter is like the like you said the tradcath type yeah. of thing. You know. Uh, so a lot of a lot of girls now are playing with like much like how one year ago it was all about being an e girl. Now it's all about being a trad girl. 
that's just like the new thing that everyone is that ironically, but they're also that sincerely for like six months. <laughs> yeah. um, Very sincere. Yeah. So it's anyway, trad girls are the thing now, which is basically just like you wear a cable knit sweater and a skirt. Mm. Um, Am I kind of a trad girl? I've been wearing a lot of sweaters lately. Uh, you're a trad boy for sure. Trad boy. Rachel's more going more for an e-girl look lately, though, with the dyed colored hair and the sharp makeup and stuff like that's that. That's true, but she's also she she recently said I like wanna, a trad BF. Like, <laughs> she she bought this. She's like I want to dress more like. She's gotten really into following like English gardeners. Yeah. On Instagram, like you know, basically just rich women who happen to live in these huge yeah. country estates who go gardening, and she like kind of wants to look like them now. Now I think I could definitely put up a picture of you guys on on a subreddit I go on and and title it a uh, CTGF RSBF, and people would. What the fuck does that mean? Come town girlfriend, red scare boyfriend. Oh, <laughs> he did Which, so well not would... to mention it. I was worried when he, when he started talking about trad camps, I was always going to mention one of those red scare ladies, but he didn't do it. I now, stopped. I go. stopped, yeah. dude. I really fell off. Not being on Twitter <laughs> makes you listen to red scare and you're like, what are they talking about? <laughs> exactly. A useless world. Like of for shit. like literally for a whole year, I was almost gaslit into being like, this is. The popular discourse. This is wool. It's like, this is what people are talking about right now. They're talking about the age gap. Yeah. And aren't they so wrong about it? And it's and then I'm like, I I like tune in and they're like, so. <laughs> so. I got blue ticks today. Yeah. No, literally. They're like, they're literally, they're like. Some blue check was writing uh, some BPDGF blue check BF were talking about my pro Anna blog <laughs> and uh, they were basically like really. And then Anna will come in. She's like the smart one. And she's like, I mean, it's honestly, it's obvious that they're just sublimating their latent desires to blog. Oh, <laughs> like gosh. one of them is like really into like Lacan and Freud. And the other is like into <laughs> memes <laughs> and, they, and they come together for this beautiful. <laughs> I was um, uh, getting, well, me and my wife were both getting really annoyed by our stepson because he's evidently just learned the word sus. I think he's just your stepson that's right <laughs> my stepson her, her biological actual son yeah. came out of her body and all yeah. but, uh he started using the word sus mm. but he clearly doesn't quite understand it it so, means suspicious i mean it's short for suspicious but yeah. he's using it to describe absolutely fucking everything <laughs> you know why and i have never ever I don't think being so annoyed by a person i guarantee you i, <laughs> <laughs> I know no. why i know where he got it what? Do you know where he got it? Not exactly. No, I figured it was just general YouTube nonsense. Well, he watches a lot of gaming content on YouTube, right? Uh, yeah, sort of. Yeah, and maybe Twi does he watch Twitch or any of those? Nah, like, not really. He's honestly keep him off there because he's going to be running across a lot of big titties, fucking ASMR oh, content. Oh, dude, I have one of the. I can't put it on the podcast, but I have a great story about that. <laughs> okay, I, well, <laughs> don't, don't put it on the podcast. Oh, I can't. I can't. But oh, it's <laughs> so good. I'll tell you off mic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll just say this. Um, Sus is a a meme that came from Among Us. If you've ever, yeah, you've oh, ever he does it. like Among Us. If you yeah. come across that video game, yeah, it's. Yeah. Uh, I mean, do you call it a video game? <laughs> like, what is it exactly? Yeah, it's, it's a video like game. It's robots, like it's like it? a mobile mobile game. I, it's yeah. fun. 
We oh, should play, play together. <laughs> yeah. I think you would get on really well with him. Better than yeah. we, can. we don't understand. We don't have the same frames of reference. I dated a fucking 23-year-old for the better part of last year. Which I is fucking... pretty similar to a 10-year-old. Yeah. Boy. yeah. Um, no, because she would put me up on it when she was doing her Twitch channel. She was like, oh, yeah, this and Jackbox are like the by far the most popular games to play because you can play it with your audience. Because right. it's free. Among Us is free on your phone. Mm-hmm. And so you just have a room code. And then all right. your buddies. AOC played it, bro. Oh, oh yeah. Are we, are we sick of her again? Oh, yeah. Are we allowed to? Oh, on, on Twitter they are. Okay, good. Oh, they're mad at her. They don't like her anymore. Like, they think she's yeah. a sellout. Oh, she, yeah. A lot of them don't like Bernie anymore either. They don't like anything anymore. They all, they like Trump now. <laughs> that's, that's <who laughs> they've, got, they've gone the other way. <laughs> yeah, that's who they like now. They're such contrarians. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, that's what it is. It's like the hot take economy has but, like you know what? whittled now them I think down. Of it, he was kind of funny. <laughs> it's gonna be Varg. <laughs> it's gonna be Varg next. Is Varg, who like. uh, I would love it if he found his rightful place at the top of the, the fucking irony. <laughs> he becomes really popular. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> That would be awesome. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. But anyway, yeah, there was, there was another time. There were little things. I don't know why they annoy me. It's the same with my wife, so I don't feel too bad. I don't feel like it's just me being a real grump. But little things, like one day he decided that our dog, whose name is Rue and has been Rue forever. Is it named Sus? No. <laughs> no but your dog is Sus, no, I will say that. That dog is Sus, and that would be a fair thing to call Sus. But, like, you know, a fucking, like, a pickle on your burger isn't Sus. It's what you ordered. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But, um... What if I started doing that? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's similar. It's similar, like, yeah. Oh, wow, this is pretty Sus, guys. But anyway, no, one day he decided that a dog was called Wolfie. Isn't that... That's like yeah, 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 yeah. But no, he's just like, right, no, that, uh, no, it's Wolfie, and we're like, fucking, no, right, it's dude. not. It's rude, but like, okay, like, fine, <laughs> it's Wolfie, whatever. But then you know, he's like, every time he mentions the dog, or even when the dog doesn't need to be mentioned, he's just like, you know, we're sitting talking about something else, and he's like, Wolfie is a great dog. And we're like, <laughs> He's we, to let you we know. are just getting so annoyed. And I don't know exactly why it was so annoying. It's it's a bit like that Raging Waters is in Alhambra woman. <laughs> yeah. Where it's just like, it's a simple sentence that's, that's inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why it's so frustrating. Uh, see, I love it. I love both those sentences. It's just like, no, you can't I'm the just... guy. I'm the other guy. I'm the guy going over here being like, this slide look like your old mama pee on your t-shirt. <laughs> Oh, I think bro. about that once a week, by the way. <laughs> Looks like your old mama pee on your t-shirt. Some say he's still at Raging Waters. <laughs> no, because then there was some other dude who was like... Do you remember in those comments? He was like, no, the reason it's green is because me and my sons go down and pee on it. <laughs> oh, no, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, it's kind of a family tradition. <laughs> oh, so he's just... He's out there. I know, but then, the, then the, uh, the comments are like, fucking idiots. Disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> The drama of a fucking oh water God. park. It's also, it's just the, the idea that there are water park, water park slide POVs is funny enough. <laughs> yeah. Most of You're them are interior. Nothing. You can't see You're anything. seeing nothing. But the comment section is full of people being like, ah! <laughs> This is a thrill. <laughs> oh, God. Fucking yes, man. Uh, what were we getting at, though? Varg. Oh yeah, Varg. oh yeah. He's yeah. He, I mean, him on the water park comments. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one I saw most recently, I, I wasn't able to send it to you, so I sent you a few good ones. Mm-hmm. One was the uh, 
I think the first one was, was a him. woman in a bikini. Yeah, and he's and just he like, said unfollowed, gross, unfollowed. You. Yeah, <laughs> and then another one was this girl posted like herself in a cable knit sweater, and she's like trying out the trad aesthetic, and he's like. This is great, except for the Christian cross yes. around your neck. There is nothing trad about worshiping uh, what is Hebrew or Judaic, something. yeah, non-real gods or something like that. Which is funny because he would have so much in common with, like, yeah, he doesn't. I guess he want, I guess fanatics. he must identify as like Odinist or pagan. He or calls something. himself Odalist, oh, which is something else. <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> But yeah, he, he he really would get on very well. He has allies in religious people. He oh yeah, he just doesn't know he it. He just doesn't realize that. Yeah. He thinks he's still like this anti-religious, you know, yeah. iconoclast. But it's like, dude, you would get on not only with like you know radical Christians, but you would get on with the Islamists too. Yeah, they posted a video clip of him recently. You have a lot of the same values. The other day, it's kind of pulled me back into Twitter, which is, by the way, how I know that they like Trump now because I was like, oh, this changed oh, since back life. On- that, that's hard to believe. What? Actually, no, it's not. Well, no, because it's all like leftists, and again, they're just always arguing. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy having yeah. spent like during 2020, literally hours a day on this site, not even engaging, just reading and being like, "This is interesting." Look at all the all these people are arguing about. <laughs> And then going back and seeing that it's like the whole last year, I was like, I thought we were all doing it together as like a joke. We're like, hey, it's 2020. We're all inside. Let's, uh, you know, none of us are going anywhere or doing anything. But then a year later of the world virtually being open and they're all still posting 30 times a day about the same arguments that I was seeing them talking about like a year calendar year ago yeah it's fucked up there's this one guy who i swear to god posts non-stop about how he's like he's a real down-home working-class guy and the way he proves that is by constantly talking about cars and how to fix <laughs> cars and shit and he like posts links to country songs uh-huh. but he's a marxist or whatever and like it but he's still doing this bit for it's fucked up like he's just been playing the same note over and over why are you looking at this guy though because i only follow so many people yeah so how are you coming across people like that because i when i log back in to look at varg clips (laughs) he he's fucking still there it's all the same like 130 people that i followed prior it would drive me absolutely crazy oh it's nuts yeah let me i'm gonna pull up twitter right now and tell you what they're talking about we have to now must we I'll just say this. So the Varg <laughs> clip that I saw was uh, he's sitting out in the woods. It's a video clip they posted out of context. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, Santa Claus is a traditionalist, which to many means he is a Nazi. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, So he that's likes serum. Santa. Can you, can you bump up the volume and put it into your mic? If you're playing it. Oh, uh, let me find it. I thought you were. I can find it, yeah. Yeah. Varg. No context, Vargville Kernis. Okay, here probably is right here. Oh, a fascist. As you probably know, Santa Claus is a traditionalist, which makes him a fascist in your eyes. Yeah, which makes him a fascist in your eyes. And by the way, he's out here in camo and a Santa hat. Yeah, that's pretty normal. Not even the right <laughs> color, a yellow Santa hat. I'm sure he has his reasons. Here's his. Here's he is in his essay format. Who is Santa Claus? The forebears, reborn since the Stone Age. Red equals a newborn covered in blood. White equals 
Vernex Kessiosa, chimney equals vagina, white beard slash old age equals forebear, Odin, and like with like a million weird does, characters. Does yellow equal piss on snow? <laughs> it looks like it equals your old mama pee on your t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> your old mama pee on the ski slope. Oh my god. Yeah, bro, they fucking, they're yelling. Let me see, let's go to my home and see what people are saying. I mean, to- NPR owes me compensation for the damage they've done to my parents' minds. Uh, being played by a man, being played like a fiddle by a man that is five seven. Uh, what? I don't know. Got some size medium long johns for Christmas. I'm walking around the house like T Grizzly right now. This sucks. Yeah, this platform sucks. <laughs> dick. <laughs> yeah, it does, you know. Well observed. Yeah. Well. And then Chris, so, how, so that was your Christmas. I hung out with David Dickens and Jess Sabine. Oh, that's nice. It was supposed well, to be George and Laura, but George got a fucking COVID test that morning. Oh, seriously? Yeah, he got a. He got a. He was like, "I have a flu, but it's it's." I got a rapid that said no, and then he got the PCR the next morning that was like it said yes, <laughs> and he was like, "I guess I'm not coming over." Ah, uh, brutal. I spent a lot of money on provisions for that party too. It was I? It was foolish. Oh yeah, it's a foolish. Oh, you did a whole a whole setup. Yeah, I fucked up. I panicked, as I often do when I host. I was I I get in a weird headspace when I'm hosting a party. I haven't done it in so long. Actually, no. Can I just mention something that yeah. the uh, has stuck in my head? I remember a day or two after Thanksgiving, perhaps, mm-hmm. where I asked if you wanted to do a podcast, and you said, "No, I can't tonight. I'm hosting," mm-hmm. and that was the end of it. <laughs> I don't remember what I was hosting. Uh, oh, was, I do. I wasn't invited. Oh, yeah. Well, you're about to find out why you weren't invited. Don't worry. I remember what it was. Tell me if you would have wanted to come to this. It was a COVID party. No. Nope. <laughs> Let's all just get it, nope. guys. Come on. It was. It was <laughs> me and all someone. my theater mates. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm out. No. Get ready. It's about to get worse for you. Okay. And we we literally put a big piece of butcher paper on the wall, and we made a competitive bracket. Where we matched up Disney songs and decided on the best Disney song through de- through organized debate. Oh, you guys are ill. Yeah, see? So this is why you weren't invited. Because oh, we had blasts without you. Okay. <laughs> fucking old Scrooge. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm over here with fucking uh, the Cratchits being like, the minister's cat yeah. is an opulent cat. <laughs> the minister's cat is a... Paranoid cat. Yep, you're having a blast. Yeah. Do you know that game? The Minister's I Cat? I don't remember that in the book, and we just read it's it. It's not in the book. Yeah. <laughs> it's in a lot of versions of the play, oh, okay. and I think some of the movies. It's okay. it's just generally a... Like a pile of game. Yeah, where it seems to be that it's people sit there and they clap around. And different plays have different versions, but they're always playing a parlor game at the Cratchit House. Yeah. Well, I remember there's one, and actually, we kind of blitzed through it. We didn't read every line carefully, but there's one bit where... No, this isn't at the Cratchit's house. This is at uh, his nephew's house, Fred. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it's right. It's the Fred's. It's Fred's yeah, house. Yeah, the other ones. Because the, the Cratchit house Cratchit's, is bleak. Yeah, <laughs> going on about how yeah. small Tiny Tim yeah, is. Yeah, someone's dead, aren't how they? How tiny is he? Well, Tiny Tim uh, uh, yeah. in the future is dead. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, yeah, but so they in go the present, the, they're just like, oh, he's very tiny. They go to the Cratchit know. house in the future. He can't breathe because his lungs are tiny. Yeah. The, yes, that's correct. They his go to the Cratchit Tim, house in the future, and then also in the future they go to his grave. Yes, but and in the, the present yeah. they go mm-hmm. to the, his Fred's, nephew's house. Fred's house, yes. Yeah, and they talk about some game where it seems like there's one guy who has a crush on on a fat woman. 
Probably. And I don't remember. And they're chasing... He's chasing her around. Like, apparently him and Fred are in cahoots. It's Blind Man's buff. So he's blinded, and he has to chase people around. And his mate Fred, I guess... It implies that they're in cahoots so he can feel up the woman that he... Oh, Lord. Uh, it's what it seems like. <laughs> I don't like. remember this. I Like I said, we, we kind of blitzed uh. through it, but I was kind of like, oh, it seems a bit... They replace it. They replace it. With- <laughs> <laughs> it's all just sus with pickles on your sus. burger. <laughs> sus is like a napkin on the floor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they No, so straight up, they fucking... Every version of it, yeah, the Fred house is always playing some game. Yeah. That always devolves into them taking a shit on Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> yeah, someone always yeah, comes yeah. in with a zinger. Yeah, I think, like, the, oh, I think in the Muppet... If you're talking about a big steaming dog turd, then it's obviously Scrooge. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. In the, in the Muppet one, they're like, this is something that you wouldn't want around under any circumstances. <laughs> and they're like, Michael Caine! And everyone's like, Scrooge! <laughs> and he's like, why do you show me, th- why do you show me this Christmas present? Why are you showing me this? This. Why are this you showing is bollocks? This? Yeah, <laughs> the Alan Moore version. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you but showing then, me? But then, yeah. This? But one of the classics. Why are you play, showing me from Hell the movie? Which <laughs> this is bollocks. I don't like it. One of the classics they play that you and I should get into together is they clap their hands. It's like some old Victorian parlor game, mm-hmm. and they say the minister's cat is a, and then they go alphabetically. They go, the minister's cat is an angry cat. Isn't that how people talk on Twitter? What? <laughs> what? With the hand mean? clapping? The, the yeah, hand clapping yeah, emoji? Exactly. That's where it comes from. <laughs> Christmas Carol. All right, do it with me, Sean. I'll what start are, with what A. Are we, doing? we do A and then you do B. Okay, so the minister's cat is an angry cat. Wait, what, how's that A? Angry. Oh, angry. The adjectives, it goes A, B. Oh, so I have to come And you got to keep B? B. So as soon as I start, you got to go. So it helps if you so clap. So I still too. have to say the minister's cat is a blank cat. Oh, but and then it has to start with B, and then I have to go with C. All right. Yeah, and if we fuck up, we got to. I think. I think Fred rapes us. <laughs> <Something> <laughs> That's the Christmas B is a hard one for an adjective. All right. Okay. Ready? I don't want to. You say can start with A. That's you can start boring. with A. All right. Well, no, you've done that. All so right. right, go. The minister's cat is an angry cat. And then I go? Yes. Okay. The minister's cat is a bicentennial cat. Okay. The minister's cat is a courageous cat. It really it shouldn't be a the whole minister- count between. Oh, I like it that way, though. <laughs> right. Otherwise, it's just people yelling. Okay. This is like a song. You know, it's a courageous got- cat. Go ahead. All right. The minister's cat is a daring cat. Oh, there we go. Oh, there we go. Three. Four. The minister's cat is an egregious cat. I was going to say One, the same thing. Two, three, four. The minister's cat is a fucking cat. <laughs> three, the minister's cat is a gracious cat. Oh, there we go. Three, four. The minister's cat is a helium-filled cat. <laughs> All right. There we go. That's good. Yeah, that's, that's wholesome that's, Christmas that's entertainment. That's a really fun game. Pew, I wish pew, we'd pew. known that. What? Who's we? <laughs> oh, up in, up in fucking yeah. Idlewild? <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need some game. We forgot our game uh, bag. We, we we tried to bring our games yeah. collection. And yeah, Minister's Cat is them. good. And it turns out you can't buy them anywhere in Idlewild. Meg showed me one. It was like, uh, it was some weird one. Also from an, a play version of The Christmas Carol where it was like, I love my love because she is a... Nazi appetizing. Okay. Li- you do. It's another <laughs> alphabet one. Okay. It's like I love my love, ah, because she is an ah. She took me to 
ah and showed me and gave me ah. It's Ooh, like hello. it's much more complicated. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. But if you learn one phrase, then you can just do it through the alphabet. That's fun. Yeah, they're all fun. These are fun games. Oh, the well, Victorians do how to fucking rock. They do, man. <laughs> no electricity and a lot of candlelight. <laughs> Doesn't Queen Victoria, didn't she live for like a hundred fucking years or something? No. She, she was pretty old, though. She got to be about 90, I think. She was something like 1795 to like motherfucking like, I think she lived to like She was in 1950s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's all those games. You know what I always think going. about? Do you know? Do you know what year George Bernard Shaw died? Fifties? The night he died in nineteen fifty. Okay, so that fucker lived a long fucking time. Well, that I motherfucker didn't... saw the Victorian era when he was a child. Yeah. Yeah. The height, like yeah. that motherfucker, yes. probably got Alice in Wonderland <laughs> when it came out on DVD. No, well, probably both. <laughs> <laughs> That motherfucker, true. No, you're not. Oh wait, no, that's not true. The Disney Alice only came out in 1951. Yeah, but uh, but that motherfucker saw the publication of Alice in Wonderland and the Wizard of Oz. Why is everything you know about anyone related in some way to Alice in Wonderland? <laughs> George Bernard had nothing to do with it. We don't even know he read. He it. lived in England. Oh, he definitely. Are you kidding? He may not have. He was what 15 years old when it came out, probably. Maybe he couldn't read when he was 15. I don't know. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> I'm sure he, he could. That's absurd. Yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> and also, right. he was probably a little too old. Well, I heard that uh, James Joyce uh, got an erection once. That guy loved Alice in Wonderland, too. Talks yeah. about it all the time. Oh, is that right? Never shuts up about it. That and his wife's farts. Mm-hmm. If you ever read those letters. Horny no, stuff. David Dickens read them, yeah. Sounded terrible in an American accent. As opposed to this nice Irish brogue. Yeah. That's how it should have been said. Mm. Yeah. No, awful. I regret that you ever did that. Oscar Wilde. That's another Irishman. Another person. Yeah. People always forget he's Irish. Yeah, he did. Makes his shit less good if you think of that in an Irish accent. It needs to be in a nice, proper English accent. I think accent. he spoke... From what I understand, he spoke with an English accent. Yeah, it makes sense. He spoke with kind of RP. I'm not sure why. Did he mm. move from Ireland pretty young? I don't know. Okay. Don't know enough about him. Well, there you go. There you go, lads. You heard it. Importance of being earnest, though. That's the shit right there. Yeah, you like I just listened one. to another episode of In Our Time. What's that? It's uh, fucking... Um, it sounds like Penn Jillette does it, by the way. I just did the one. In Our Time! <laughs> oh, by the way. Sorry, real quick. Speaking of Christmas. I, so I got my son a... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got him go. uh, a magic set from uh, Shin Lim of Fool Us fame and oh, yeah. America's Got Talent fame. and you know, one of the popular kind of cool magicians, right? Yeah. And he's put out a magic set that's accessible to kids. And I got it. And as I was wrapping it, I looked on the front. And there's a quote that says something like, a really cool, good magician. Yeah. I, I, actually, I think it said, like, the best magician that's ever been on our show. Yeah. And it's attributed to Penn Jillette He of, rocks! Of, <laughs> it's attributed to Penn Jillette of Penn and Teller. <laughs> Gillette... You might think it's a good thing they specified that he was from Penn and Teller, the magic act, because you might have otherwise thought he was the inventor of the Gillette razor. Yep, they uh, spelled it wrong. Because they spelled it wrong. And not only that, this isn't a new magic. This isn't like a first pressing where, whoops, oh shit, we better fix that. (laughs) This has been out for about five years, and they've never once, but they have done reprints. They must have. I think you're overestimating, overestimating how much the Shin Lim magic set sold. It was in Target. Like, uh, it, it, right? okay. it sells a lot, like, enough to the point where if there was a blatant fucking error like that. 
How does he uh, do magic? What does his magic set look like? Because I remember his shit <sighs> being a lot of. Uh, like he would like exhale smoke well, that's and then the do like a one change. The, well, that's the famous one that he did. He does for pretty advanced shows. Yeah, no, and obviously they're not teaching out to do that. You think that. you're as good as sleight of hand as Slim Shin Lim? Wow, me no. Dude, that was a Slim Shin. That's his rap name. That's why they call me Slim Shady. <laughs> Slim Shim. Slim Shimmy. Um, no, I'm, I'm nowhere near as good as he. He's an amazing slave hand magician. Hey, something else, isn't he? Yeah, but um, I actually bought, like, way before he was famous, I bought some of his stuff. He used to uh, put, like, do video tutorials online. So you'd buy access to, like, videos of him showing you how to make a gimmick or how to do a certain slate. And he was always really good, but they were actually, even then, like, too advanced for me, some of them. Really? He was pretty good, yeah. But th- th- this one's for kids, so it's a lot of pretty basic stuff. Uh, it's it's good. It's a good set. It's like a any magic set's kind of similar. The pen and teller one is kind of the same. They tend to come with a deck of cards, but then extra uh, cards cup and, and little gimmicks. Balls. Things. It doesn't even have cups and balls. I know pen and tellers does. No, it's got like you know one of those little um, uh, cigarette case change oh, okay. cases. You know, it's basic ass shit. But that's what yeah. he needs. Yeah, that's what sells. Yeah, yeah. I bought a magic trick once. Oh, yeah? That was a weird trip, actually, because this was the same trip. I went on this one very strange Vegas trip once um, where I met this girl. You went to the Magic Apple? I think I can say this without fear of recourse. Okay. Lovely girl. Um, But I went to Vegas, and I met this girl up there that I'd been kind of seeing, but not very seriously because we lived very far away from each other. But we kind of met in Vegas. And it it was a good trip, but there was something about, like, a few hours into the trip, it kind of sunk in. I'm like, oh, we don't really know each other super well. Yeah. And we're just here in this same hotel room. Like, it was just kind of an odd... There's just an, a surreal quality to the trip. Mm-hmm. But regardless, I definitely distinctly remember buying a magic trick on that trip it's from impressive. the magic shop in New York, New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's close and, now. And then... Is it? Mm-hmm. R.I.P. But I also remember, you know, this girl and I had some romantic over overtones toward each other. And I remember uh, there was a real disconnect one night. We were we were coming back from like a haunted house or something, and we passed by a Shin Lim billboard. <laughs> and I said, "Oh, Shin Lim, I fucked him." And it, uh, st- silence, <laughs> crickets. <laughs> exactly the reaction you're right. giving me now. <laughs> okay, didn't like it. She didn't think it was fun. She just chose to ignore it. Well. I'm sort of on nobody's side there. <laughs> it's like if, if I had been with you, I would have just gone, huh? And kept kept on going. But yeah. I would have gone, like, upset by it. No, she didn't seem upset. She just seemed like she was just like, the fuck? I don't know how to respond to that Shut dumb shit. The fuck up. Yeah, probably that's what's going through. Shut up. Moron. All day with you, with you in the seats of my heart. Hots and you're fucking talking about <laughs> Shin Lim and how you fucked him. Fuck like you think that's so this fucking funny. Fuck me, you you fucking Shin Lim. Boring bastard. Fucking taking me to a magic shop and the Coyote Ugly Bar is right there. And <laughs> yeah. the New York, New York, you fucking could have gone to Coyote Ugly instead. Some magic shop, you can't do right the there, trick. You fucking. I always idiot. forget about the Coyote Ugly. Oh, it was terrible. The Coyote place. Ugly Bar must be tiny based on the entrance. It's not huge, but it's not. No, it's not tiny. Well, because I'm thinking about like 
Now, I guess that upper floor kind of extends out over the whole casino floor, huh? Mm, I don't know. I'm just thinking about that little tiny corridor where they have like the magic shop and the Nathan's hot dogs and then just a, <laughs> the, a famous bar. Yeah. And I'm like, huh, how does that, it's how's horrible. that in there? That's horrible. That Because all you see is the front like check-in. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not girl dan- Girls dancing on the bar and stuff. It's well, like, you can dance on the bar is the, is the selling thank point. God. So if you go with a girl, they are going to be up on that bar and you're just going to have to watch it. I would never go with a girl. No. <laughs> that's that's mistake number one. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't choose to. I was taken. So with your wife? No, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really picture Rachel up on the bar. No. Actually, I do, but no. She might she might be convinced to get into the revelry. No, we were on the, on the roller coaster. Yeah, of course. <laughs> that's what we spent Fools. our time doing. Come on. Yeah. Dummies? Yeah. What do you think? We're grown-ups. Are you real drunk when you're in Vegas anymore? Or are you pretty? No, no. Actually, well, uh, the last time I went after Ween, I was a little drunk. I had a bad. The last hang- time you got pretty drunk, um, your alcohol tolerance is so high. It depends what you call drunk. Yeah, I mean, like the like. When's the last time you blacked out? Oh, like pff, a long, long time. Years. When's the last time you were so drunk you had to go on a you felt the urge to go on apology tour? Whether you did oh, or not. Oh that well that happens quite often, but that doesn't require me to be very drunk. That <laughs> just requires me to gain self awareness. It's like when my, when my lips loosen just enough to yeah. start saying things that are probably quite stupid, then yeah. I feel the need to apologize. But okay. not yeah, not drunk drunk. I'm trying to remember the last time I felt like I was actually drunk. Actually after uh, what was your show? Um Pirates thingy, Creepy Island. Yeah. Uh, I think we stuck around for your little after party then. Mm-hmm. I was pretty drunk then. But I, I, was, I probably was as well. Yeah, I didn't see much of you. Yeah. But yeah, That's how you I, know I was I'm drunk. fairly drunk I'm wandering then. around. But I couldn't have been that drunk because I managed to sober up and I blew a point oh one or something on my breathalyzer, so I couldn't have been that drunk. <laughs> yeah. I was just wondering if when you go to Vegas, you're going hard in the paint. No, not at all. Because I don't like the places where you're meant to do that. Like what? Well, you know, like the bars and the clubs and stuff there. I I haven't found one good bar in Vegas. I don't like any of them. Well, I mean, they're They're all expensive as fucking hell. Yeah, they're loud, they're expensive, that they have no... Well, the nice thing about Vegas is there's no rules against bringing your own supply. No, that's true. So So if I'm going to get... You can literally walk around with an entire bottle of Jameson. I know, but I don't want to do that. If, if I get drunk, I want to sit somewhere. Oh, I see. And like get drunk, you know. Probably oh, see, I want to right. sit at the. Uh, you know what it, I I'm all walk about. Walk around and get steadily drunker and dehydrated. I in Vegas. I so. keep a flask. Okay. That's to get me if I'm if I'm going long interstitials between sitting down. But then I, what I do is I like to sit down and get the free drinks when I'm gambling. But Vegas is one of the worst places in the world to be hungover. The air quality, the, the heat, and uh, everything. Yeah. And just, the, it's impossible to get water, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, I've I've done that. I've I've plenty I of times. Over there, so well, I you know what I like to do is I go ahead and I bring – I when I go there, I stay in the uh, kind of a timeshare. Oh, yeah. So right. it has a fridge. Yeah, yeah. So good. I just bring up water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. yeah, so you're not having to trek out to walk. Yeah, it's like walking up in a house, it's like waking up in a point house, oh five yeah. miles away, but you have to walk like yeah, the equivalent no, of two miles. Nice. To yeah, get we there. have a full yeah. fridge, a full washer and dryer for clothes, yeah, and yeah, dishwasher nice. and stuff. Yeah. yeah, no, but that's the reason I tend not to want to. I'm cooking. 
Yeah, that's why I tend not to want to get drunk there, though, because being hungover in Vegas is horrible. So that's fair. Yeah, I try not to. Um, but then again, you don't really get hungover that bad, so you don't know. Well, that used to be true. Oh, has it started oh, kicking in? Thirties, oh. my thirties, bro. Uh, it happened to me like starting in my late teens, early twenties. Oh, buddy, it's no. it's it's horrible. It's fucking horrible. It I feels cannot, it's worse than being like ill. With I cannot yeah. drink like I used to at all. No one, it seems to hit me a lot harder than it used to, and a lot faster. Oh, strange. But two, it's yeah, it's the next morning. Well, at least you get something out of it. Like the worst is when you don't even really get drunk, but you get hungover anyway because of the amount uh, yeah. you took. Yeah. No, I find I found that like so like Christmas, I was drinking from you know like one p.m. to ten p.m. just straight on, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I just I think I'm gonna start laying off it. I'm like it's just like it's <laughs> like all I do is I get sleepy now. Well, you're sort like of a meant to fucking old man. Ah, that's right. On Christmas, you're supposed to get a little bit drink wobbly and then sleep. Yeah, you got to sleep. A fucking stupid life. You nap and you miss the Queen's speech. I could be up, awake, jumping around. <laughs> With all your toys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got a trampoline this I tried to play Sonic the Hedgehog and shit. Yeah, man. Yeah. I was looking up videos of that golden snub-nosed monkey who's eating all the snacks. Okay. Well, look, I'm going to piss, but we'll get back. Let's talk about Christmas in general. Okay. Because we've never done an Honest to Dickens Christmas special. Yeah, well, how much time do we have? I'm going to need to go soon. We've been here for a while. Well, yeah, but you got to remember we lost 45 minutes. That's true. It's only yeah. 6.40. We can be here till 7.30. What, what do you have to do? You have no way to go. I gotta go home. For what? I gotta sleep. I'm tired. <laughs> I woke up at 5 in the morning. Why? To work. That early? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. All right. All right. Well, he's working down the mines again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. In Wales. Off to the workhouse. All right. All right. Be right back. Okay. And the Christmas special begins in earnest. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> 